0: Hi, welcome to the 9th episode, I'm your host Noel Woodward and this is For the Love Of. For the love of the game, Manchester United, Arsenal and the Premier League with Ratik Sharma. Ratik returns for our penultimate episode for the season where we talk about the league as well as the teams we support in Manchester United and Arsenal. So here we are, it's D-Day and we couldn't be more excited as I'm sure any football fan would be We've seen a very stop start kind of a season, but hopefully that's behind us, and the return of the league brings back some sense of normalcy. We have loads to talk about and to look forward to from analysing the previous season to the players coming in and going out as well, as well as the three new teams entering the league. Welcome back to the Premier League. Hi Rathik, welcome back. Yes, thank you. Thank you for having me back on the show. Of course. And so how have you been? What's been up since we last met?
1: Uh been good. Um how how long has it been since we last spoke? About a month, over a month?
0: Yeah, a little over a month, I think.
1: Um, I was like mostly chilling in August because I was like between jobs. I think we spoke about that last time, I'm not sure. Um, yeah, yeah, we did, we did. Yeah. yeah, so I was between between jobs. I was mostly chilling in August. Um watched like a couple of movies i've been watching the last dance finally uh so i've really been enjoying that as like a, something i'm watching on netflix so that's happening and uh, a lot of football was there in august which was also great which is like uh, like i guess a topical thing i mentioned <laughs> um given that we're going to talk about that um yeah but mostly I, st- I started a new job i had my first week so awesome that was interesting um yeah that's more or less it just been like chilling mainly
0: cool cool so how excited are you about the new season
1: the coming um i'm super excited um yeah us let's i want to see us make more and more progress um and that's exciting obviously it's kind of strange because the season starts soon, but like the transfer season is gonna go on till October. <laughs> yeah. So it's tri- like obviously right now we haven't done too much business. So let's see. But I'm but I'm excited. I'm always excited for for football. I mean, it's it just adds something to like personally for me, it's always something to look forward to, regardless of whatever is happening in life. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so when we're winning, of course yeah um, I think that's 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 true for any football fan yeah no,
0: absolutely yeah, yeah so uh we've we've seen kind of a very stop start kind of a season, but hopefully that's behind us now, yeah. and the return of the league brings back some sense of normalcy absolutely. They're also planning to bring in fans into the stadium. I think they've done a couple of uh, trial runs with the Chelsea game. okay, okay. I didn't know what they the brought runs, in.
1: but i I had heard that they were like getting yeah. limited people back. Yeah, so they had a, I think around two thousand people in the stadium. Oh, okay. This was like one of Chelsea's friendlies.
0: Yeah, friendlies. Yes, I think friendlies. I think the friendlies. Okay. But it's some. Um, it's better than nothing. I feel. I mean, yeah, there's Some absolutely. some fans coming back. Yeah. So that's that's neat. I mean, um, it seems odd when you look at when you watch these games live and then there's nobody sitting there and then there's this
1: lag because yes. they try to play the they yes. try to play the fans' reaction. And I mean, yeah, so. I, honestly, like, so my experience with the whole fan noises thing has been, I actually liked it because like, it, it hmm. felt quite normal, like when you were watching it, obviously, there's a lag when there's like a goal or like when they, they put like the booing noises. Yeah, but without the fan noises, I it's sort of unbearable to me personally, because it just, it just feels like, like the echo is so annoying. And it like you never <laughs> can never immerse yourself in like what's happening yeah that's true so so we have a lot to talk about yes and to look forward
0: to also Uh, so basically from analyzing the previous season to the players coming in going out and as well as the three new teams that have entered the league yes so let's just start with that last one the new teams yes so we've got Leeds United Fulham and West Brom so Fulham and West Brom are mostly regulars I think there was a year or two years between the two of them coming back and then with uh, Bournemouth, watford and norwich city relegated mm. um so of course leeds is coming back to the premier league after yes. s- a 16 year hiatus yes. under the master Marcelo bielsa yes. so there's a fantastic and fascinating behind the scenes look at leeds in the amazon documentary series which yeah, is it, take us home it's
1: on my list i haven't watched it yet but i i've heard really good things you have
0: to watch it it's, it's amazing it's amazing and i recommend it to all football
1: fans out there oh, and uh, i'll kind of link it in the show notes i mean leeds is an interesting one cuz like they are our rivals yeah like one of our rivals so i mean i've always said love bielsa hate leeds but <laughs> um, let's see let's see how they do it'll be exciting to have them back at old rafford i think
0: i mean so i think they're making another season to that one because oh, uh, okay that's yeah. interesting yeah because um, the second season of um, the one with Tottenham is coming out soon. I think this next week, I think. Second season? Yeah. They've done one with uh, Tottenham as well. So, they've tied up oh, with a yeah, couple. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, the
1: Tottenham documentary. Yeah, yeah.
0: That's out already. The second season is out?
1: Yeah, yeah. So, um, I didn't know. it was. This was like a they were following different clubs. And yeah, different yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, okay, okay. So, as far as I what I thought was that it, they were like completely different things. So... The Tottenham documentary is out. Like it came out, I think, a couple of days back.
2: Okay. Second season. I'll
0: watch that then because I think it's yeah. got some interesting stuff on Mourinho.
1: Yeah, I know I'm I'm super excited <laughs> for that given given my dark past with <laughs> Mr. Mourinho. Um but yeah, I'm I'm excited about that. I I'm, I'm gonna watch that after the Lost Dance. That's like on my yeah. that's next on my list, I guess. Yeah.
0: Cool. So I think uh do you have any other opening comments on uh, the season that's been or we can just directly head into the two teams
1: we can get into we can get we into right? cool yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: let's just jump in then cool so let's start with you Radhik a diehard Man United fan yes so let's just talk about the season a bit the season that's gone uh, so what are your thoughts on the previous season you could talk about it in two parts if you want uh, pre and post lockdown if mm. you if you
1: want so I mean Overall reaction first, I guess, is yeah, as a United fan, I'm I'm very happy. Hmm. Um, I think the word that I've been using is like just validation. Hmm. Um, because it was it's been quite strange, obviously. I mean, the last five to seven years have been very strange, but yeah. even ever since even Oleg sort of came in, um, it's been strange because he came in, he was on this amazing run, probably one of the best days as a fan ever. That like like that run after Mourinho was sacked, (laughs) it was honestly life was at some cloud nine in those days with like Pogba scoring and just us playing just the best football we'd seen in such a long time. So those were like really good days. And then obviously, as everybody likes to say, the wheels came off, um, and we had that horrible patch where we were just dropping points, drawing games, Mm. just I think I accounted to just tired legs because we were playing like really, really pressing football hmm. and um, it was like super high intensity. And I think a lot of interesting stats came out later on just seeing how Mourinho had sort of set up the team. We were, I think in the bottom half of like just hard working in terms of uh, on the field, hmm. we were running the least or like not, maybe not the least, but like I, we were definitely in like the bottom half of the list of like people running Mm. on the pitch and and that was because he had set up the team as like a defensive outlet yeah and we were mostly counter-attacking and that's what he had sort of done and so when when Oli came in we instantly I mean there was obviously a rush of blood for everybody and everybody wanted to sort of do well Mm. and that's why we did so well uh, because we've always had quality in the team yeah and that was that showed when sort of Oli started um uh, playing with the boys. Um and eventually the wheel sort of came off because everybody was just tired. And then I think Ollie was also speaking in the press conferences um that they need a they need a preseason. They need to get that fitness work in.
2: Hmm.
1: Um, and that that showed in this season, I think. Yeah. And Ollie said that they needed a preseason and after the preseason we saw what happened. I think when the season began and of course, like different things happened because we had a couple of injuries. And then there was obviously like a topsy we season. Mm. But the fact that that initial run was so good um, made me sort of feel really confident in the manager. And then obviously the PSG, PSG game last yeah. year was like a big high. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, all of that led to this season. And um, overall, I would, like I would say validation, we finished third, uh, which is... I think like a very good job done by like Oli given so many injuries. Rashford was out. Martial was out. Pogba was out for Pogba played like literally a handful of games this season, hmm. which a lot of people like just forget. Um, before the season started, Pogba was like our best player. Hmm. And then till about January, he was out.
2: Yeah.
1: So that's like a big, big deal. And given everything that happened, I think we've on really well. Uh, three semifinals also so that's been a very big plus i think obviously um i have my thoughts on what we could have done differently in those semifinals Hmm. and maybe we can like sort of dive deeper into that if you want to but i mean should i just go
0: yeah yeah, you can go you can go this is this is the time to kind of put it all out there before the season starts
1: okay cool 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 so um in terms of league position i'm super happy we got Champions Mm. League um, and really really good job in my opinion Um, in terms of the semi-finals so the first one was the league cup semi-final with um, um, City which was like a two-legged sort of matchup Mm. and I think we actually did quite well in that we actually beat them in the second leg but where we basically lost that tie was in the first 30 minutes of the first leg Hmm. which is when we had Phil Jones in defense and <laughs> City pressed us like anything. And uh, it, it just showed why Phil Jones has been a problem for the last 10 years, 10, 10 years or so. I don't know, you know how many years he's been here. Um, and we were down 3-0 and that was mostly done in terms of the tie.
2: Yeah.
1: And Ollie couldn't have done anything there because I think Harry Maguire was injured. And Phil Jones had to play. And they just targeted him, basically. Um, and we were down 3 nil. And once, I think in the second half, he got Matic on. And Matic really solidified things. And we actually did quite well in the second half. Rashford got a goal hmm. uh, in the second half. And we, and we were 3-1. The game ended 3-1, I think, before the second leg. And it was always going to be a difficult task to sort of bring it back from there. Even though we won... The second leg one nil, So overall, I think he did quite well in that semi-final. If, if we had better players, it could have gone our way. And I think given that we beat City twice this year in the previous season, yeah. um, it shows that, you know, all he's, all he's got like the metal to sort of get it done in the bigger games.
0: Yeah, but and, uh, just just going to stop you there. Yeah. So City, I think, has been pretty uh, lackluster in the previous season, from yeah. I don't, I don't know what's gone wrong with them. Maybe it was because of the injury. To it's
1: mostly the defense. Their attack yeah. is still amazing.
0: Yeah, so there is something off about them. But uh, just coming back to your point, when you talk about the defense, United's yes. defense, and we can obviously deep dive into that when we come to the players. Um, so, do you think that
1: you guys have a good enough defense
0: this this season round?
1: So, I personally want us to get one center half. Because Mm. so I, I I actually like Lindelof a lot. Mm. Um, I think he's, he reads the game really well. Um, and he does lack that physicality that maybe like Rio had with Vidic, for example. Mm. Um, that is definitely like one thing that lacks in Lindelof, but I'm a fan of him. Although I think he's a very good third choice. Um, if we can upgrade that partner for Harry, I think it would be amazing. Hmm. um somebody like like we're linked with abu yeah um which i mean i would love that yeah i can see that smile of yours yeah exactly (laughs) i mean i I was about to drool so (laughs) um so if that happens that'd be good i was actually i was uh, there was this whole thing when like ollie sort of talked to ake i think after the game we played with them Hmm. i was actually excited about that also because i think he can do a job if we, if we came in and, he, and he's, I think we're primarily looking for like a left, left-footed, left left-sided uh, center half. Mm. So, if we get that in, I think we'd be pretty good. Um, we're also looking for, I, we're linked with a Regulon also. Yeah, yeah, the left back yeah, from yeah. like Real, who was yeah. at Sevilla last yeah. season. Um, I don't think he's a priority. But I do think if he comes in, he'd be our best attacking outlet from the left. Mm. Because he's better in terms of attacking than both Brandon and Shaw.
2: Mm.
1: Um, but I don't think left back is a priority. Um, for me, priorities are like right wing and cent- center mid was a priority, but we have obviously Van Beek Yeah. Beek now. Um, so, yeah, but in terms of the defense, I feel like we need one center half to like really, really sort mm. of it, it becoming really solid. Um so yeah, that that's mostly my take on the defense right now. So then this was the like the League Cup semifinal where we I think lost three, two over two legs. Yeah. So I, I was more or less happy with this. Obviously, don't like losing. But <laughs> um we did beat them in the reverse yeah. leg, which was obviously a good way to sort of it wasn't as embarrassing as like the first 30 minutes of the first leg.
2: Hmm.
1: Um so that was that. Then we had that FA Cup semifinal. That is probably my biggest like annoyance this season. Because I think we over-rotated hmm. um, Oli. I don't know why he did that. He benched Pogba. Um, and he like, I think started by over Lindelof. And then by had this injury shock. Uh, injury scare. And that was just like, it took minutes off the game. And I mean, Harry also did not have a good game in that match. De Dehe- Gea also had like a mistake. Yeah, The mount, the mount goal, I think. Hmm. Um, so it was like, that's probably my biggest annoyance this season. Um, but, oh well, we finished third above Chelsea. So, <laughs> um, that happened. And then Sevilla. Um, that was also that hurt as well. But I wasn't super disappointed because the only reason we lost that, I think, is because we didn't take our chances. We we couldn't finish. And, that, and their keeper obviously had to become Superman. All keepers against us just have their best games I don't know why it happens um, it's just so annoying uh, but if we had just like taken our chances we could have easily won that game 3-4-0 hmm. um, and then obviously that's where like the defense sort of comes in um, Lindelof had like a, a, a mistake Van Bisaka was also at fault um, and that's that's how we sort of lost that semi-final hmm. so I mean my hope for the next season is just that we can continue this league form and we can convert these semifinals into finals and hopefully a, a trophy or two. Hmm. Um so that's how I sort of am, am seeing the season. What about you? Arsenal. Um you had like a manager sacking, you yeah. had Arteta come in. Yeah. Tell me what what's what's on your mind oh, regarding yes. Arsenal. Oh there's a lot, there's a lot. So
0: before I Kind of come to Arsenal. It's kind of I think so. I follow a lot of these fan channels, Arsenal fan yeah, TV, and stuff I like that. I don't follow
1: F's. I mean, I don't follow that. Yeah, follow you follow your own. One. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, although like yeah. the Arsenal fan channel is like it's it's notorious for like yeah. providing lots of comedy for yeah. all football fans. Yeah, it,
0: it does. It does. <laughs> but I think uh, to put stuff into context, I think in the world of football, uh, things can change with one game. And Absolutely, anything can yeah. happen, you know, for better or worse. So a new manager comes in and gives the team an impetus, a much needed fill up, Or there's a player who's found some decent run of form. Or then the team wins a crucial game and then goes on a winning streak like we did. And then there's stuff like injuries, which can not only keep key players out, but then they could potentially mess with the entire balance of the team as well. So mm, yeah. there are loads of factors out there and i think arsenal has seen almost all of these happening so mm-hmm. over the course of one season so a couple of months ago i would have said that we didn't have a good season at all yeah we didn't we didn't in the end we came eighth but uh with michael arteta Uh, Coming in, we've seen kind of a sea change in the way the team functions and plays as a unit rather than just hoping for the best under Emery as well as under under Arsene Wenger during those last couple of years.
1: Yeah, did you... I mean, so when... um, Emery got sacked, Hmm. did you want him sacked at that point?
0: I actually wanted Emery sacked before that, much before that. Okay. I don't know which... Actually... Okay, fine. So... Um, alarm bells for me started ringing uh, during the match against crystal palace because i was there in the stadium watching that match i I was watching that match and you
1: drew that right
0: yeah i drew that it was one crazy game
1: Mm. but and it was i think you drew it last minute yeah because i remember laughing my butt off because you were yeah yeah (laughs) so um (laughs) It was crazy
0: that match. And then Jacquard went and had an altercation Ooh. with the I saw that and I, I I was seriously, I was looking at it from the stands and I saw him throw the shirt on the ground. I'm like, this is finished. He's done. He's not gonna play again. Yeah. Everybody and, thought that. Yeah. And surprising uh, that he's still there. And no, he, he's, but I, I turned it around also. Yeah, I'll come to that. I'll come to that. So mm-hmm. I think that was the time when I thought, okay, fine. I don't think we can, we didn't lose, but we drew that match, which we could have easily won and yeah. should have won. So that was the time when I was like, there's no, there's no direction under him. I mean, for, for a club to move forward and start winning, there has to be, there has to be some kind of uh, culture at the club, which I don't think Emory could have instilled. For one, he didn't know the language. Language was Mm, a huge problem. He was still learning. And unless you have a command over the language um, or you're one of those really opinionated people Mm -hmm. who can steer a huge club like Arsenal in a particular direction, you won't be able to win over fans. You won't be able to win over anybody. I don't think you'll be able to convince yourself at all. So I think Emery had to go after that. And I'm glad they kind of got rid of him because I think the entire atmosphere had become too toxic. Yeah. And uh, then slowly, I think the fans from Emery they started turning on the players, which is not good at at any rate. Mm. So I think yeah, that that was a good move. And then yeah, so coming to Arteta now, I mean, I mean Arteta, I think has done incredible job. I of, mean, I'm a fan. Yeah. It's... I mean, I mean, so the thing with um i think most really sincere football fans there's a level of respect that comes regardless of which team you kind of support i mean there's a yeah. level of respect for each manager because there's so much that they have to go through and do to kind of um there's a lot of stuff that happens behind the scenes which we don't yeah. know of yeah and it's a really tough job to do it week in and week out so i think um our teta He's brought a very different mind, mindset from his time with City and, um, and Guardiola. So he's working with okay. an elite team. And I,
1: have a th- I have a theory. Yeah. <laughs> um, I don't know. So this is like, I don't know, it's probably not true. But ever <laughs> since Arteta left, huh? Pep is just even worse. <laughs> so maybe it was Arteta.
0: Could be, For I don't know. Long. No, so uh, I don't know if you've seen the documentary on City. Which, uh, is it all or nothing?
1: No, no, that's the Tottenham. That's the
0: Tottenham. No, but there's one that is on City as well.
1: Yeah, yeah, that was the first documentary that came out. That was because of the record-breaking 100-point season. Yeah.
0: So, Arteta used to work very closely with a lot of these key players. Like, Sterling Mm -hmm. was one of them. So, individual sessions with the players uh, actually helped Sterling a lot. Yeah. So... Yeah, I mean, you never maybe, know, man. You never because
1: know. even like with Jose, when his sort of right hand man left, also when he was with us, um, um, Faria, um, mm. when he left, you could see the difference. And may- maybe there's like a obviously maybe five ten percent effect mm. on Gu- Guardiola when sort of Arteta left. But yeah. anyway, you you were saying, yeah, you. I mean, what, what's so you were talking about the season? Right? Yeah, yeah. So I
0: think. Um, so after after those couple of really bad years under Emery, one and a half years I think, and then uh, two three years under Wenger, I mm. think um, this season we actually after Jan I think Arteta joined in December. So this season we started beating a couple of good teams. Uh, we beat you guys, <laughs> then we beat. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah you yeah, did. Yeah, we beat you guys, then we beat City. We beat Liverpool back to back, <laughs> and then we You've beat just beat them again. Yeah, also. yeah, and then we beat Chelsea during the FA Cup final, and yeah, 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 and then winning both the FA Cup and the Community Shield for whatever that's worth. But no, uh,
1: it, it it is worth something. I mean, especially the FA Cup. Exactly, It was big. I
0: think. Yeah, exactly. I mean, people may say that it's a nothing trophy, but it's a trophy nonetheless. And no, no
1: trophy is a nothing trophy.
0: Yeah, I see
1: it's a it's a trophies game
0: yeah exactly it's a it's it's either you win or you lose yeah. there's nothing in between i feel
1: yeah i don't get like even with like i'm not the hugest porch fan also mm. because of some shady stuff like he, he said stuff about winning trophies that just doesn't sit right with me like mm. you want to say um that winning trophies just boosts your ego it's like what why are you in this business like, <laughs>
0: what are you there for then
1: yeah like what what's the point <laughs> like just playing football and coming fourth is not the point <laughs> so.
0: yeah so i mean for teams like uh, liverpool again i mean uh, you could see it if you saw the community shield that they wanted to win it so yeah yeah especially mean now. yeah and i think that's what it sh- should be right i mean you need to have that mentality that fine we won the league but there's still more to win and yeah, absolutely. that's that's something i think needs to be there in every team and not only does it kind of instill belief in the club again but it also helps the club retain some very important players these wins especially mm. bama young for that matter
1: yeah that's one you really needed i think yeah. and that's sorted now right
0: i don't know what's what's taking them so long the arsenal seems to be just drag everything they're not announcing i have no idea what
1: whatever he wants yeah
0: exactly (laughs) (laughs) i don't know i mean i don't know what we'll do without him (laughs) exactly there's nobody else (laughs) there is nobody else there is he is your plan talisman yeah Yeah. so apart from that it's also helped convince players like gabriel magalesh yes then you guys wanted to sign him we got him (laughs) i don't think we wanted to sign (laughs) you did you did please Please. We get thrown into every. No no, no 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 no. This was this no. was this was clarified by a number of people.
1: Okay, man, believe whatever you want. <laughs> I don't think we want to define him because he's not the caliber of player we're looking for. We're looking for like a Kulebali kind of mm. player, player right
0: now. I don't think you're gonna get Kulebali. He's gonna go to City.
1: Yeah. Hmm. I know, but yeah, I don't think we we'll <laughs> maybe, maybe, but... maybe maybe in upa upa makano. Maybe maybe yeah. I don't trust. My board, though, but yeah, <laughs> then we'll get to transfers, <laughs> yeah.
0: Then, uh, so Gabriel was one, then we have William, um, Saliba has come, and mm. um, so yeah, there are a lot of things that are connected
1: and kind of hang in the balance, yeah. I think you had a the trophy wins really like made make your fe- season feel good, yeah. Without them, it would been really bad, yeah. Cool, that's that's good, I think, yeah. So, bo- I mean, honestly, both our clubs are like coming back yeah I guess. on the up i guess yeah and yeah. following a similar model also like x ex, x player managing mm. which is like become a popular thing i think with chelsea juventus yeah um even like barca now mm.
0: so mm. let's see how how this season goes for barca though
1: yes <laughs> that's that's another that's another episode
0: <laughs> yeah that's another episode so uh so yeah let's just kind of uh segue into the manager now Let's see. I mean, you've spoken about him a bit. Yes. Um, So how's your entire kind of um, outlook towards his
1: working at the club been? I think it's been like really good. Um, I mean, this is something I keep talking to my friends about, like other United supporters. He just gets it. Hmm. Um, I mean, it's hard to like explain that to that is, Yeah, yeah. Um, But he gets it like he's been there he's been mm. there and he's won things he's he's won the like the most you can win yeah like obviously the treble yeah um and he was like a big part of that so he gets it and like simple things like like i'm the kind of person who even like when he come came back he made the players like stop wearing track suits when they were going to games and mm. sort of made a rule that you're supposed to wear blazers again hmm with like the united brooch and everything Hmm. even that makes me feel like he gets it because Hmm. like that's the that's the kind of stuff he was sort of brought up on right? that's the
0: culture of the club right
1: exactly and Hmm. and that's that's as a fan that's really good to see so Hmm. that's like one thing that really makes me feel like amazing that he's there and obviously there were like other small things also it I mean we're all football fans we are like at the core of it we're all romantic people Mm. because like seeing him winning the derby in front of Sir Alex and then Sir Sir Alex and him looking at each other like that's the kind of stuff we like Mm. and you I mean Jose in one of the seasons when he won the Europa League that's the only time he actually showed any kind of passion towards the fans like he sort of took the scarf and was rotating it and like he was actually like really pumped to win it Mm. but apart from that he was never really interacting with fans and that was like what are we doing here it's it's it doesn't work that way um and with ollie it's just been that fan connection is back he's i think amazing at press conferences Mm. he's like the anti jose in press conferences like, he will just be all positive all the time. Yeah, he's,
0: he's an extremely positive manager from what I've yeah, seen. Which yeah, which
1: I'm okay with that because yeah. I know he's giving it to the players hmm. behind behind the scenes. Like, he people tend to believe that oh he's like this in the press conferences so he must be super nice behind the scenes also that's not the case you you can't be an elite footballer without having like a mean streak
0: Hmm.
1: you can't just be all nice you should see him on
0: the touchline a couple of times you should show that to people yeah he's like
1: yeah he 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 gave he gives it to the players and because of like the fans not being there you heard it a few times (laughs) also which was like i guess uh like an added Sort of mm. bonus for us fans, like without yeah. fans in yeah. the stadium. Um, but that and then even like coming to just style of play, and um like he keeps saying he wants to play attacking football, he wants like high intensity, he wants people to run their socks off, never be like number two in terms mm. of running. So he's saying all the right things and his record against like the top six is 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 just second to liverpool i think Hmm. which is insane um he's we did the double against chelsea we beat them thrice this year we beat them in the league cup also um so yeah i mean i have a special hatred for chelsea i mean (laughs) i guess we both do Um, but i love what uh, lampard's doing with chelsea though i don't (laughs) i mean i I love it there's like a hint of jealousy there yeah um because he has like a russian owner with lots of money yeah um but yeah we'll come to chelsea when we i guess if we do predictions or something yeah um so overall i'm i'm i've been really impressed with Oli, and um i wouldn't have it any other way i think the people still say they want poch and they say oh is he the man for the long term i don't know if he is but mm. right now everything seems to be going well uh i hope he gets properly backed and let's see what he can do is mm. sort of my take on it yeah. what about you and our data i mean we've touched upon it yeah a little bit but still yeah. what are your like general take sort of keeping the next season in mind
0: mm. so like i said i mean he's the first thing to do at Arsenal was to change the mindset. I think we'd mm. become too negative as players, as fans, as a club. Mm. So, I mean, I think he brings a certain kind of, you know, um attitude to the club. He's worked with an elite team in Manchester City and he's seen them win titles, he's helped them win titles. So, and he expects nothing less. So, and, and we've seen that from the get-go, he's he's kind of infused a character, a sense of determination and a certain culture and values back into Arsenal, which we strongly lacked uh, during yeah. the last over the past couple of three to four years. So not only as a team, but also as a football club and mm. everyone involved, in fact, right from the staff to the players to actually everybody who helps in uh, background work as well so apart from that there's been a slew of changes uh at the club uh with some high profile departures as well so rauls and lehi has left hmm. uh that was one that was something out of the blue unexpected okay. and then there were the redundancies they let go of around 55 of their staff uh which okay, is connected yeah connected to the COVID crisis so So that was also a little shady because they told the players that nobody's going to lose their jobs and they convinced the players to take pay cuts. So that was that was kind of shady. But um, I mean, I don't know, maybe maybe the shift in the way the things in the way the club is being run now, because now it's Vinay Vinkatesham leading the club at the top. And and there's more control
1: in the hands of uh, Arteta and Edu Gaspar. Do you think, I mean, the thing with Arsenal is like, this is what I've been hearing him as an opposition fan. mm. Like, it's all good right now. He's won two things and seems like he's heading in the right direction. But do you think they will properly back him? Because I think Mm. recruitment is always key. And that's where we've struggled as well. Mm. um i mean you obviously signed two players but then uh, you're linked with party um which mm. is, i think will be a fantastic signing yeah um do you think they'll back him and like truly
0: no i, I don't think they'll back him with the cash i don't think so because mm. the owners have made it very clear and they i don't know why I, I don't understand this i mean they're just in the business of kind of staying a mid-level team i guess and they mm. they're happy with that i mean uh, I think Arsenal fans pay the highest amount in the Premier League for season tickets or something. No, so, yeah. so I mean, I don't, I don't see the owners kind of uh, putting in more cash. They're like, you sell players, and whatever money you get out of that, you can use it for your new transfers. But other than that, there's no cash injection that's going to happen, and I don't think it's going to happen. Maybe if we get into the uh, Champions League this season. Right. um it may happen but i don't think i don't think that's yeah. going to be the case so right. um, i think um but what what is the positive is that you know the control is now back in the hands of people who know football in arteta that's and it's always a good thing yeah, yeah and they have more control over the signing so those that team is pretty nice with edu and arteta basically they eat sleep and breathe football so that's a huge yeah, positive yeah
1: no that's that's super important yeah, yeah otherwise
0: it was being run by the executives at the head where yeah, which
1: it, is just kind of what our problem is yeah, still like yeah. edward words like always criticized and hmm. he just keeps saying they want like a director of football but they never get one in yeah um so it's good that if you have like football people taking decisions i think it's it's going to it's going to be good if that's the case yeah and i think
0: um the way arteta is going about um this season he knows that we are not flush with cash so what he's doing is some while a lot of people may think that oh he's going for old players like louise and william i feel what he's doing actually is he's looking for mentors on and off the pitch because, oh yeah definitely because um we've got a really good crop of talented Absolutely. youngsters yeah, who are yeah, coming up exactly really talented and uh, with William and uh, david louis's extension they can help blood these young players in and also yeah, try to definitely. use them in creative ways so um i have noticed that teams win the teams that actually win have uh, a bunch of these players who are extremely versatile and can play anywhere in the pitch yeah, and that way you can kind of change the tactics Saka around Exactly, is like one of exactly. them exactly like, so Saka then there's I mean you've got Ainsley Maitland-Niles then yeah. William can play up front anywhere in the middle yeah. on the left on the right then Joe Willock is another person so yeah. I think that way you can kind of change the tactics around to not only mm-hmm. suit the players but uh, you can also kind of respond to your opposition in a creative way
1: yeah definitely i think it'll be exciting to see how the season goes for sure
0: yeah especially since um uh, i don't know if you saw the under 21 game against kosovo no i didn't so the front three was uh saka and katia and you had nelson on the right so oh. all three arsenal players and and katia got a hat trick so i mean nice youngsters youngsters waiting in line and, yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely and yeah i mean i i I think i can see a certain structure in place now at arsenal they are buying into arteta's philosophy the strategy they respect him which is a huge huge thing people need to understand that yeah and shaka we touched upon him he's a change player now and he wants to stay and he's staying then Ceballos is back it was announced yesterday day before yesterday
1: he's back on a second when i I was seeing the community shield and you were without him and it showed yeah <laughs> so it's good that he sort of yeah assigned yeah Because so like he, he plays like those through balls into mm. your mm. strikers which is like super super good
2: yeah
0: so players have kind of defined roles i feel now they know what they have to do um there's a I game mean, there's, a,
1: there's a system and yeah he's trying to get his philosophy yeah, on, yeah there's a it.
0: game plan and i've never actually seen arsenal have their tactics on display over the past couple mm. of years i mean you can actually see them while you're watching them live you can see their lines okay they're holding their lines so that's something that i have i mean it's it's really
1: important for i mean this is i guess true for both our teams hmm. for the players to believe in the project
2: hmm. yeah.
1: like if they believe in it then they're gonna give their ev- everything because like at the end of the day they're also humans right yeah and they're doing a job if, hmm. if you and i are in a job and we don't like where the organization is heading Hmm. then we will obviously be sort of demoralized and we won't do our best yeah so i I like to draw parallels like that and it usually sort of works uh, Hmm. when i do that so i think it's believing in the project is happening i think on on both the teams
0: yeah so i mean the early signs are positive but uh, i don't think we should get ahead of ourselves i mean there's still a lot of work to do still early but yeah definitely i mean but, yeah. for sure yeah so coming to the teams now and yes. i've got a couple of players listed out here we could go over them one by one or just kind of um talking about them in general whether you see them fit the bill will they get to play next season or will they be relegated to the bench or worse so, I mean, if
1: you have like names, then sure,
0: I'm, 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 I can answer. Sure, sure. So, right at the top, I've got Pogba.
1: Yes. Yeah. He he's gonna play, obviously.
0: Yeah, I mean, but a couple of months ago, it was it wasn't as obvious as that. I mean, uh, there were a lot of rumors and rumblings that were going taking the rounds that Pogba wants out and he yeah. wanted to go
1: to Juventus, and that's. So I think it's it's been with Pogba, it's like a, a two things have happened mm. basically mm. one thing is nobody can buy him mm. given the market mm. okay? nobody yeah. has the money to mm. get him mm. um juventus won't spend that amount of cash real wouldn't either mm. and i think real is his only destination because i think he wants to play there um but so that's one thing that's happened but then the second thing that's happened is He's seen how the team has developed when he was out. And he's seen like Bruno come in mm. and willing to Sancho. Yeah. Um, and he's just, he believes in the project. And he's always been fond of Oli. I think even when in that initial patch, he, he was the main guy. He was scoring, assisting, he was doing everything. Um, And so just the, these two things combined, I feel like he thinks um that this is the right place for him right now. And he's got that belief back. Um, and he he's seeing like the the sort of locker room is all about winning. We came third. We're back in the Champions League, which is massive to keep somebody like him. Um, and he he really has the opportunity to step up and lead us to, to something hmm. um, with obviously Bruno with him. And was Bruno's what? bruno's also done is like taken a lot of weight off his shoulders yeah um before bruno it was just pogba will create everything
0: yeah the spotlight like, i think the spotlight needed to
1: move from pogba that was like yeah i think this was i think um keen was talking about this hmm. that we think of pogba as this guy who wants the, the the captain sort of armband and he wants to be the one leading hmm. but maybe he just doesn't. He just maybe wants to play his football and mm. do his best yeah. and let that sort of captain responsibility, which is like being taken by Maguire now mm. to sort of that, that sort of rest with somebody else. Yeah. So I think I think stuff is looking good for Pogba. He was really good once he's come back. Obviously, he's come back from a long injury. The mm. longest one in his career. So he wasn't like shining, I would say, but he was like quietly ticking and like moving things along and there were like a couple of sort of interchanges with bruno which were like really exciting Hmm. so it's great that we've been able to sort of have him and now they just need to get the contract signed yeah um next that's like the next sort of challenge for us how many years does he have right now three uh no no he's two Two? okay so they're they're gonna offer him something in the in the next few months i think Hmm. Mm. So probably like three hundred grand and everything he wants, <laughs> probably yeah. which is which is fine. Yeah, World Cup winner.
0: <laughs> yeah. So uh, next up is Brandon Williams.
1: So I'm a fan. Mm. Obviously, I'm biased towards the Academy. Hmm. Um, given its our DNA and all. Um, I think in a lot of games this season he was better than Shaw. Hmm. Shaw was better post lockdown and Shaw actually had his best games in my opinion this year as left center back. when we were playing three at the back, hmm. um, which was interesting. Shaw is like, I, I like him, but I think this is his last season to actually prove his worth hmm. um, for me, at least like he really needs to step up and show us that he can play 40 games a season at least hmm. because he keeps getting injured and when he comes back from injury, he takes some time to sort of get back up to speed. Hmm. And then he gets injured again. Yeah. Yeah. So Brandon has been like fantastic as like backup. He gave competition to Shaw, um, which was like really needed. Um, and that pushed Shaw as well. I think he spoke in a couple of interviews about that as well. Hmm. So I'm I'm a fan of Brandon. He's he can really he likes to drive forward. He won us a couple of really crucial penalties this season, also. Um, and he got a goal, and nobody really thought he's gonna play like 30 plus games this season. Mm. Um, he's still like a 19 year old guy, so it's it's and he's like Manchester born, so it's it's it really feels good to see him um, do what he's doing. Mm. I have a s- funny suspicion that if we get like a left back, if we get regular or something, mm. Brandon's gonna go to the right because he's actually a right back. Oh, I didn't know that. So he is a right back and he shifted to uh, left back mm. um, because he's also right footed. Mm. So it makes sense for him to sort of play right back. So he could actually be backup or a competition for Van Bissaka. Mm. But then we also have Fosu Mensa on the, on the right yeah. who can also play like, he's also like a six, like he can play like that Matic role also. Mm. Maybe not, obviously he doesn't have the experience in the mind yet, but he can, he can, he's like, he's like a ratter basically like he can like Kante-esque almost hmm. um but he also had like a super long injury so all that is like up in the air how he'll sort of do yeah. um so personally I'm a fan of Brandon and I I, I hope he does well mm-hmm. there's one nagging
0: problem with Brandon I mean I've I, I watch most of your matches I mean my dad's but right. dad's a huge fan so yeah I get to watch all these matches yeah so I I don't know. I mean, yes, I agree with you when it comes to the final third. He's good in that area. But yeah, yeah, yeah. defensively, uh, he's... I agree.
1: I agree he's he's been especially after lockdown, he was slightly suspect. Mm. But then you're also you're also looking at this 19-year-old still yeah. learning the game, right? So I think um for that
0: you'd actually need to sign somebody who's experienced and I don't think Luke Shaw's getting in anymore. I don't think he's going to come back and do much. I think you guys
1: are gonna go in for reguon and get him i hope so because yeah. I, I i like i do like him hmm. so if we do get him then that'll be exciting i think yeah next up is greenwood oh man <laughs> oh i call him my star boy <laughs> um huge fan he's the new number 11 i'm so excited <laughs> i've followed him since he was 17 16 Mm. like i used to watch like academy games on mutv mm. and uh, i was like telling all my friends you just wait this kid is gonna come and this he's just gonna like first match he scored a hat trick that was what i used to tell people obviously didn't do that mm. but he's lived up to the hype I oh yes oh,
0: yeah yeah. Um, he kind of reminded me of rashford when he came onto the scene where i think you guys thrashed us
1: yes <laughs> Yeah. He has a, I think he has a bigger ceiling than Rashford. He, he is, especially because he's like two footed and he he's he's just got that. He's got like great touch. He's always in the right spaces. Mm. Even when he was like playing his first few matches, he, he was like, he was seven, 18, I think mm. no, 17 actually mm. back then. And he was just somehow always in the right spot. Hmm. So he he reads the game really well. And he's also like got this creative side to him. Um, Like he can play number 10 also. I I hope Ollie sort of tries that this season. Uh, Instead of always having him on the right. And of Mm. course like his final position is going to be as a nine. Because he's sort of a striker. And he's always played down the middle. In in like the under 18s. Mm. And even below that. Mm. And uh, I am just like. Everybody keeps saying this sort of sky is the limit for him he can get whatever he wants to achieve mm. and i think his head is right in the game he's works hard he's humble um so I'm, i honestly can't wait to see him like rashford is my favorite player mm. but greenwood isn't far
0: yeah I i'd rather not see him as a number 10 you know a number 10 will take a lot of his a lot of the sting out of his game i feel number 10 i so, think um, needs more patience i would feel
1: so he can he, he's he got that hmm. he's got those assists in him hmm. so in like a tough game where maybe maybe bruno's out or something hmm. and you need somebody to do that job he can okay. is what i meant basically All
0: right. cool coming to bruno now
1: bruno oh man bruno came from portugal like cristiano <laughs> <laughs> oh he changed us man completely yeah like I, I would like to know what you think of him as, like somebody who's watching from the outside. He completely like changed. Yeah, had a us.
0: I think a whirlwind effect. As soon as he came in, he was the center he of attention. everything. Yeah, he just lifted everything. He took a lot of pressure off the players yes. by just, uh, and I think that's what was needed at that time because a lot of players were not performing up to standards, especially Pogba. Mm. And I think Bruno has done a remarkable job at. Kind of... I mean, now I can see you guys kind of... I I think this season, you can you guys can go for it. I really think so. Especially you since... Mean you mean the title? Yeah, the title. I, I really yeah. feel... I really feel... Maybe if you get a couple of defenders in... One or two, a left back and a um, central defender... You mm. guys can go. You got a good attack. And you've got
1: wandy uh, Bake who's come in. Yeah, so, I'm a big fan of that also. So I don't know about the title. I mean, personally... I wish... I don't have that strong belief yet. Mm. Um that like this is the year. I don't have that yet. Mm. Maybe an outside shot. Um like, I see where you're coming from. Mm. Um, but I don't know. Chelsea is looking yeah. um quite strong, mm. at least how they've like bought
0: players. But you know what? Um Chelsea's had a complete squad overall almost. And while on paper, these guys look exciting, look brilliant. Their stats are all over the place. Sometimes you need time to set in. I mean, just a very simple example is Pepe. We went and bought him for 72 million. There's an entire hoo -ah about him. But I mean, did he live up to it? Hmm. Mm -hmm. Yes, yes. Yeah, exactly. Yes (laughs) and no. Yes and no. Because he's coming from a different league. So you can't say. I mean, even I think that Chelsea is really
1: up their game with signings. But then... I think our problem is mainly injuries is going to be our problem again, mm. I think. Mm. Um, I hope it's not because like over the last two seasons, every season there's like a phase where Rashford's out, Marshall's out, mm. um, Pogba gets injured or he got red carded a couple of seasons back. So something or the other happens with us. Shaw keeps getting injured. Bai mm. keeps getting injured. So McTominay. it's mctominay is solid um injury prone i wouldn't say but he's again like 22 still Mm. still learning the game i would say he 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 had like i would say his breakout season last season Mm. but he needs to like step up more right now i would consider him like a very very good squad rotation player like he's Mm. a like having him on the bench means that we're good like it's a good solid option to have Mm. On the bench. Yeah. Um, but just coming back to Bruno, I, he's like captain material, man. Mm. Like he just leads everything on the pitch. Like mm. just his first match, you could see him just pointing, like just pointing the where he wants the ball, yeah. what he wants the players to do. Like, we hadn't seen that. Like we were we were seeing Andreas Pereira at number 10. <laughs> <laughs> it was a world of a difference um yeah. and i still i will always have a soft spot for jesse but again mm. we'll like, come to him as well a part. yeah he's yeah. a part Bruno. Yeah. Yeah. and i have him as like my player of the season like prediction mm. which like probably a spoiler for <laughs> um, but let's see yeah. yeah so uh got two more players van de yes. Ooh, have always rated him man i'm so happy we got this done. Um, he's gonna be very important. Mm. He's gonna—he's almost like a—he will—he backfill a lot of positions. Mm. Like he can step in for Pogba, he can step in for Bruno, he can step in in that six role also. Yeah. Just coming back to what you were saying about like a team which wins things usually has these players who can fill a lot of spots. Mm. I mean, you can see it with Miller in Liverpool, yeah. For example, you can even see it like with like the great united teams of like 08 and 99 you always had these players who could play fill any position yeah um and with van de beek i think we've done some solid business like we got it done in like four or five days Hmm. i I wish all transfers were like this (laughs) but no yeah they will drag on sancho till probably last week of the transfers that will go on oh god it's a saga um but yeah, I'm 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 super excited for him. I think he'll play easily thirty forty games this season. Mm. So last player, yes. Jesse Lingard. Is this the end? It might be. Mm. I think so. Um, and I think it's good for both parties. Yeah. Um, it'll do him good to step out of the limelight. I think mm. because our fans don't treat him properly at all. Like he's always being sometimes unjustly sort of uh, criticized. Um, He has a particular level and I still think if he stays, he can, he can do a, he can do a job in some games. Like he he's got like infinite energy. He can run all day.
2: Hmm.
1: Um, But yeah, he's not a Bruno. He doesn't have that kind of creative instinct, but certain games he'll do a really good job. I mean, you know what he did to Arsenal. there was a point when he, like, he, he was, do, like, killing every London team. Yeah. Um, so, there were good times. And, obviously, the FA Cup winner a couple of years back. So, some really good memories with him. I've always been a fan. Even if he goes to, like, I don't know, Italy or something, I'll, I'll still, like, follow his career. Um, But I think United are waiting for an offer and they they might let him go. Mm. Um, But even if they don't, I'm okay with that. Like, I would rather keep Jesse over Pereira. Because hmm. um, yeah, I just I feel like Jesse's he's also obviously older and he, he's like good to have in the squad. I feel hmm. yeah. So uh, that's my take on all the players. What about you? What are like? I mean, I have a couple of questions. Yeah. I mean, what are your what are your thoughts on Lacazette? Because hmm. I was a huge fan of him in Lyon, and hmm. I don't really like. He's not like it was when he when you signed him it was like this huge deal that you know, Aubameyang and him were going to like really light it up.
2: Hmm. Um,
1: but he's always in and out of the team. Whenever he does play, I think he does do his job really well. And he's always got that fantastic goal in him. Hmm. Um, but like, what are your general thoughts on him? Hmm. He's been a decent player. Um,
0: I don't think we've seen him as an all-in-out striker. He's more of a Hold up play kind of guy. He's kind of like uh, what Giroud used to do. But Giroud okay. used to score a lot more goals I feel. Um, mm. So this guy is kind of. Yeah link up play with Aubameyang has been good. Uh, yeah. But then in between he got injured. And after that Ateta came in. And then I don't think um, Ateta sees him as you know. The go to guy going forward. And I think Lacazette also feels that way. So yeah. he's also been there. A couple of rumors floating around that we are trying to sell him to either Atletico or Juventus. Oh, okay. yeah, to raise All some right. yeah to raise some cash, maybe around thirty mm. to thirty-five million to then fund party. What did you buy him for? I think around somewhere in the
1: forties. Okay.
0: Yeah, I don't think no anybody's gonna give us that much,
1: but uh, I still rate him though personally.
0: Yeah but i don't think he's going to fit into our system i really don't and i mean if you system
1: is really dependent on Obama, yeah especially and, and that to Yang from the left left which from I, the left yeah i think it's quite inspiring hmm. like what he's sort of done yeah
0: so i think he's going to give he's given enkatia a lot of playing time this season uh, yeah, and yeah. he's chosen enkatia uh, ahead of Lacazette. so yeah, yeah, that I instantly says even, yeah. that instantly says that the manager uh thinks that like as its days are numbered at the club. So I mean mm. he's a good player, but I won't mind getting that 35 million to fund party.
1: Yeah. Okay. Fair yeah. enough. What yeah. about um Mr. Louise? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. So he's also, I mean after that shocker against City mm. when on the first day after lockdown, mm. he stepped it up, man. Like yeah. he, he really looks different hmm. what happened there so
0: i think with louise it's a love and hate relationship okay. um but uh i can see what arteta is trying to do he has got he needs these kind of players in the squad especially since he's building a very um new and vibrant team and Louis kind of is that mentor like figure who kind of always wants to help out and he's a leader regardless of whatever he does he's a leader he owns up to his own mistakes and I think keeping him on for a year is good because we've got two young defenders exciting defenders in yeah. Saliba and Gabriel Magalesh. so I think building them up uh, their partnerships the way they play I think David Luiz is brilliant for that
1: I think- Louisa has this one trait which I think is important to your system, which hmm. is that ball to Obama, Obama yes, on yes. the left. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Which is you? I saw that in the community shield, also, yeah. also like so many times yeah. he was doing that. Yeah. So, so he's I got a that's good that's pass in him. Important.
0: He's got a good pass in him.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's good uh, at set pieces, also. Yeah. In yeah, let's see how many red cards he gets. That's <laughs> always uh, something to keep account of. Yeah. Um. What about? um Jaka. obviously we touched on him yeah. earlier
0: no Jaka's is an important team player i feel now regardless mm-hmm. of whether he's captain or not he's a leader in himself it doesn't matter the team knows that and yeah. i'm actually glad that uh arteta was managed uh, you know kind of managed to turn it all around and tell him hey you're a good player we want you and yeah. because had he left who would we have gone to? There's nobody else in the midfield. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And at that time, Sebios was and still is on loan, so we don't really have anybody else apart from Jaka. Mm. So he's a good player. Um, he's been ticking along pretty well. If you notice, he goes, he goes uh, unnoticed in these games, but uh, he's really pivotal in the midfield. I feel.
1: No, no, I completely see that. He, mm. I saw that in in the in the two in the final in the community sheet also. Yeah. Um what about um Ozil? Oh, this this is <laughs> Does he even play for you? Oh my god,
0: Ozil. So how much do you pay him every week? <laughs> three hundred three hundred
1: fifty thousand. Yeah. What's happened? And do yeah. you
0: think he'll leave? He's not gonna leave. Um he yeah, is nobody's gonna, gonna pay those wages. Nobody's gonna pay those wages. He's not yeah. gonna leave. He's gonna stick around for another year. I actually started supporting Arsenal because of Ozil because of the oh, yeah, yeah because of the world cup he's he's still a world class player according to me but uh, the thing with him I think is um, I don't know there's something that's gone wrong because it's just not possible that two managers completely different managers have kept him out of the team Emery kept him out and yeah. now Arteta's keeping him out so there is something to that I mean they're completely different in their playing styles and their attitudes. so There's something wrong with Ozil. I don't think he fits into the system of the team. He's just too lax. Yes, he can step it up a notch, especially during that Leicester game. I don't know if you remember when he… I do, I do. That awesome team goal that was completely… Just ran through them. So, he can do those things from time to time. But um, I don't think he fits the system
1: it's also comes you need to do it consistently yeah like you can't just do it in one-off games like yeah the season's like 38 games long
0: yeah and so. and the thing is i think a lot of these managers want uh these days at least want every player to defend you mm. your best line of attack
1: is your defense actually so everybody is pressing from the front and yeah like your number 10 is super important i mean you can see it with bruno like he's yeah. always at it yeah like it's kind of insane. Half half the time you'll be just be watching and then Bruno will be like defending at left back. Yeah. Like what? What mm. the what the hell just happened? And that's what the managers want.
0: Yeah. I think I don't know. I mean, uh, he joined seven years ago. And mm. at that time, Wenger was at the helm. So there was a different kind of football being played at that time, which was more yeah, free-flowing. Sure. It it actually helped Ozil at that time because that's the way he plays. I I can't actually blame him for that because that's the kind of player he is but at the same time i think the best players adapt and yeah he Certainly. should should have uh, but there could be a silver lining because um uh, arteta said in his uh pre-match interviews uh pre-game interviews that you know every it's a clean slate now and everybody he okay. doesn't care what what happened two weeks ago or two years ago or three years ago whatever everybody gets to prove it that they can play in the yeah. team and they're better than the other players and they get in and, and if you
1: if you train well you get yeah, in yeah he played
0: actually he played so their friendly is going on right now he played okay. yesterday in the friendly against um did they play they played Aston Villa yesterday we okay. lost because i mean friendly they're playing with a youth kind of system yeah, they I rotate switching 11 players but he out played and stuff. he played so that was a big big kind of uh, signal saying that okay fine he's back into yeah i mean as
1: like a as like a football watcher i hope we can see him back at Mm. at his best yeah because it'll be good to see
0: Mm. but i don't think even if he does really well this season and he plays and he kind of helps us uh reach a certain level i don't think he's gonna stay uh nor do i think uh, nor do i think we should extend it i don't Mm. think so he's he's done his time here and i think he should go on to Whatever else he wants to do, maybe China, ML- China MLS, MLS. I yeah. don't know. Turkey, Turkey is the I think the best option for him because he's kind of said that in the past also. So okay. I think Turkey.
1: We'll see, I guess. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And finally, I wanted to ask you just generally, which youngster are you most excited about? In Saka. India? It has nice. to be Saka.
0: The, I yeah. I think, um, and still got some stuff to prove. um his finishing is not all that great Uh, sometimes some easy chances he's missed quite a few of those um another person who can kind of light it up is reese nelson but he hasn't done that he did that when he was Mm. on loan um last last year but saka man saka is like he's just stepped it up he's like brought the a-game he he, yeah. he can play wherever he wants he's that kind yeah, of player he yeah. plays on the left he he's actually started um deputizing for the left backs who were both injured mm. and from there
1: that's a strange ability yeah, yeah
0: and the crosses the quality of the crosses just insane man and he can play on the right uh that cross yeah. for uh I think it was his cross in the community shield. Was it his cross? Yeah, it was. It was. I think so. I think yeah, so. Yeah.
1: But yeah. Cool. Saka man. Good. Yeah. Excited. Yeah. Lots of lots of stuff happening. Yeah.
0: Cool. So let's just move to the formations now, and then cool. we can go on to uh, the final part, which is the potential lineups, which we can predict going forward. Oh, great! Great! Yeah. Great. Formation.
1: Yes. I mean. Do you want me to like say what I like or what does Oli play? So maybe
0: I've, I've got some notes I can just kind of uh, give you some direction with that. So sure. so I think uh, Solskjaer has uh, tried a variety of formations from what I've been reading up. Mm-hmm. And uh, what's funny is that when these formations work to an extent, they're labeled as tactically flexible by the football mm-hmm. community at large and if they don't yeah. then they say the manager tinkers around too much yes so yes. it's all got to do with the results since football at the end is a results, a results business. yeah it's a results oriented game so yes um however could you kind of talk about the formations that have been adopted as well as the formation you think would work in the season going
1: forward so i think we've played two mainly mm-hmm. since uh Solskjaer sort of taken up yeah in the job yeah um 4-2-3-1 is probably his go-to mm and then he also plays um, he's played 3412 mm. in bigger games mm. um he did that against city it worked really well he did that against chelsea also mm. um and it it worked um but i think 4231 is his go to mm. um like just maybe like in bigger games uh, two people sort of stay back and in like the obviously when you're trying to break down teams uh, you can have like the the second dm sort of push on also which usually is like the role Pogba played mm. a, after lockdown um so 4-2-3-1 is what he likes um and personally I I us to sort of experiment with like 4-3-3 mm. um with like one person holding in like double eights basically mm. so like I want Bruno and Pogba to be that basically mm. Mm. and um, i think it you can even play vandebeke pogba Bruno, mm. which sounds insane on <laughs> paper yeah um, but i think i think beek has got the brain to do it mm. um and you sort of uh, this is like something i have been reading and saying also we need to wrap Matic in like this some soft soft fabric to like protect him mm. uh, because he's going to be very key mm. um he's he has he's he's amazing and he looked fantastic uh, when we went on like that big run after lockdown yeah um but if you play him week in week out he's just going to re- like become worse and he's also retired from international football yeah. which is uh, good for us um because like he's even more protected now um so i think i want us to strive the 433 um but i think he's going to stick with the 4231 what about arsenal what have you been playing
0: Um mm, so um i think arteta's also tried out two of them mainly so before lockdown he was experimenting with the four-two-three-one, hmm. and then after lockdown he started doing the 3 4 3, uh, which was yes. pretty interesting um, yeah. but i think that's also because of the squad he has at the moment uh, nothing else um, it's great he has that option to be flexible but i think if he gets the players uh, that he wants uh, we should be looking at a four-three-three 3 3 going forward okay yeah and i
1: mean he did that a lot at City, so yeah.
0: So I think he's gonna he's gonna use that style. And uh, another okay. thing that people I think don't realize is that these formations are not set in stone. Every phase, you know, has a breakdown of formations oh, where yeah. they kind of change dynamically to stop attacks while players track back. Yeah, or...
1: absolutely. I mean, the PSG game for us. Yeah. We played four formations in the Red one game. Yeah. And like that's, I think that's it. That flexibility won that won us that game. Obviously. Hmm little bit of luck obviously mm. uh, with the penalty and everything but just to keep pushing and keep holding that lead keep trying to score he's he was like constantly changing mm. like he was adapting as the game went on mm. which i think is important in like the modern game
0: yeah so i think um 4 three, three is the way to go i'm staring at a really nice looking formation right now mm-hmm. i Mine's... can just read
1: that out which is you go first yeah so let's, let's do dream lineup for you <laughs>
0: so i think i missed out one thing before the dream lineup which was the transfer window so we can touch up that and then head to the final part yeah, yeah that'll so, tie in well also. yeah i i think i m- missed out on one more young player actually just tracking back to that question of yours yeah, yeah yeah, um i think it slipped my mind because he's not been playing he's injured uh martinelli oh yes martinelli don't
1: is. don't compare him to um Greenwood, please. no, no, I'm not comparing him to greenwood yeah. he's
0: he's miles ahead of Greenwood, miles okay. ahead <laughs> yeah, so so uh, I think, yeah, four three three uh provided we get the players we want, uh they, I think right now at this point we need at least one midfielder. Uh, We sorted in the defense. We've got too many defenders. We're shipping them out, I think, soon, hopefully. Are you shipping
1: Mustafi out?
0: (laughs) Mustafi's actually been pretty good under Arteta, if you look at it. If you notice the stats. He's
1: got a mistake in him.
0: Oh, even David Luiz has a mistake in him. Yeah. But um, I think think he's got two years on his contract. He'll probably play a year like Luiz and then leave. And yeah, makes sense. I think yeah. keeping some older heads. Yeah, I think they're gonna get. Um, they're gonna. Who f- you getting rid of? Uh, Socrates is one. Uh, okay. Kulasinach is another. Okay. Um, so I think yeah, we trans we've kind of segued into transfer window, which is great. So uh, Kulasekhar, Socrates. Yeah. Um We've got new defenders. Uh, mm. I don't know what and how, but uh, supposedly Arteta kind of favors them in Cedric Suarez as a right back and then Pablo Mari he looks interesting I mean he's only played a game or two and then he got injured again so he's got he's got a left good left foot from what I've seen Mm. so he'll also be an interesting addition and um, who else is uh, Rob Holding is going I think he is going on loan to Newcastle oh okay it's a good move, I think, because again, Holdings had struggled with injury and he hasn't okay. been able to play. And I think Carteta wants to keep uh, the more senior players and kind of give the new uh, players some game time like Gabriel and uh, Saliba. So I don't know what's what the scene is with Chambers, though. I, I seriously Nobody's talking about him. I mm. seriously don't know. But we do have lots of defenders oh we've got we've got an entire squad of defenders we've got <laughs> nine to How ten defenders. i have no idea you know at, at one point we were screaming for defenders and now we have an entire squad so do you want any uh, no i think
1: <laughs> i think fine. We, we'll, we'll look elsewhere
0: <laughs> sure sure so yeah um so that's on defenders so defense I think, is sorted keeper yeah.
1: Leno and uh, Martinez even Martinez yeah I mean the FA Cup was a beautiful (laughs) moment for him yeah yeah
0: Yeah, very nice I think um, yeah so like I was saying I think midfield is where we need to strengthen Um, I think and I hope that Sabayos has an option to buy at the end of the season Um, so I think we can get him in on a cheap transfer I mean around 25 million or so and um, I think Getting in at least one of these two, Thomas Party would my, be my pick. Of course, yeah, we need him. And I mean, is it
1: Party or cel- uh, Ceballos or?
0: No, 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 okay. both of them. I want both. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that,
1: that and I mean, uh, at least Ceballos.
0: Yeah, at least, and yeah. um, uh, uh, we are also looking at Wa uh from Lyon. So that's okay. there he's a young uh, midfielder 22 year old so but his his uh, release clause is like some 60 million so i don't know how we're going to do that apparently we have have we're not getting
1: that kind of money
0: yeah so we'll have to sell so there have been a lot of people who are talking about selling players like bellerin um he's got interest from juventus and psg so Mm. again if we can um he's he's an okay player i don't know if he's been able to he's managed to actually become the player he wanted to be i don't think, I think so
1: you have like really young players coming through yeah on the, as full backs yeah so especially since really
0: especially since um Ainsley Maitland Niles also can play yes, right back exactly so he was brilliant he's he can he's another player who can play anywhere yeah, yeah absolutely so Bellerin we might get around 30 to 35 million uh, which could help help fund some of these options that we are looking at in party and war. And uh, another person we're looking to sell is Torera. Um,
1: Yeah. He was really good under Emery, but then just... Mm-hmm. just Fizzled out, work. I think, yeah.
0: I think it's yeah. a lot of factors. Uh, he doesn't know the language. He doesn't... A new place, new club, new people. It's difficult, I mean. You can't do it all. So mm. I think uh, he's going to Fiorentina, from what I've heard. Uh, okay f- on a loan and then a two-year loan and then those, I, those yeah, are so rare yeah and i think because of the pandemic uh, anything just works to get them off the wage bill and kind right, of right, right. kind of uh, get the money so I, I think around for around between 21 to 24 million is what they're saying in total so that would be good okay. and um who else are we selling huh we, we didn't yeah we haven't spoken about Gunduzi so
1: oh yes i so, wanted to talk to him about about Ginduzi like when we were talking about players yeah but then yeah i forgot okay.
0: <laughs> yeah so i mean he's a good player i, I like think. him yeah he's he's I, got I that I liked him under emery
1: yeah you're the only player under emery who had some heart
0: yeah and fight so he's got that attitude in him and he can make a very good player again if he sorts out his attitude so um yeah i think he's got some major issues and even okay. before even before that game where he kind of uh, lashed out at Mope and mm. he said he went and told him that you'd never earn as much as i do so i think that I was know, i heard that yeah that was the last straw for arteta because yeah, before that's that yeah, they're just sitting below nice. the belt yeah yeah and yeah. i think Arteta's done the right thing i
1: mean Mope got his last laugh. Yeah.
0: (laughs) So I think he did the right thing by uh, kind of chucking him out. And um, I mean, Gundosi is a young player and he can learn. He can actually learn from these mistakes, but he hasn't. Um, He he didn't congratulate the team, which was surprising. He didn't congratulate the team for the FA Cup win. He didn't congratulate them for the community shield. So I don't know what is. yeah, Yeah, he's out. So I don't know what's happening there and i don't think he's coming back in the team um yeah, yeah. Arsenal, Very likely. arsenal are trying to ship him out but they are again nobody's willing to buy him exactly for these reasons as well as right, because right, he's right. got a huge release clause which is around 45 million so i don't think uh he's going anywhere maybe we can find a loan move somewhere we've tried to kind of ship him out to atletico uh As an exchange for party. Mm. We've tried to do it for...
1: (laughs) He's got that Simeone energy. (laughs) Yeah.
0: We've tried to do it with PSG. We've tried tried to do it with a couple of teams. But nobody... I think in this day and age, especially because of the pandemic, nobody wants swaps anymore. They want money.
1: Swaps were in any case super rare. Yeah. I mean, we had that with Sanchez.
0: Were they? But but exactly with Sanchez.
1: (laughs) Both players failed, man. Yeah.
0: They failed like crazy. Yeah.
1: Felt so bad for Mkhitaryan because, yeah. I mean, he was a promising prospect when he'd come from like, he was so good at Dortmund that one season and he's just like fallen. Yeah. Yeah.
0: But yeah, Mkhitaryan is out as well. We've terminated his contract. Yeah.
1: And I, I saw he joined mm. Roma, I think. Yeah. So that's so are you, wage are, are bill you, off
0: the, off the yeah, books. Yeah, yeah.
1: yeah. Absolutely. Are you going to buy any forwards? Or are you like, fine?
0: How many forwards do we want, man? I don't know. Just linked with wingers and more wingers and wingers. No, nah, I don't think I we should. Mean, okay. I, I don't think mm. we should get into the business of buying forwards and stacking them up. I don't think we should do that. We need midfielders. Uh, we have been linked actually with some more forwards in uh, Syed Benrama. Rama. That he's one of them. Mm, yeah, and, ben and then there's uh, this guy from uh Celtic, Otsen uh, Otsen Udward. Okay. He's there forward. So, actually, he would make a good replacement for Lacazette. So, I don't think it'll happen this season, though. Uh, Maybe next season. Mm. And um, that's about it. I I don't think... I don't see anything else happening when it comes to forwards.
1: No. Yeah. So, probably, like, this is the midfield only, then. Yeah. Um, And then, yeah, you sort of... Yeah, you have a good squad. I mean, obviously, some young people, but... Yeah. Let's
0: see. But then but then there are rumors of the Philip Coutinho thing happening. So... I don't think so. You never know, actually, because at Where one... Where will he play? Uh, he will play, I think, again, I think he wants some I think people... Aubameyang is your left finger now. Uh, don't know whether they move him up. They could easily move him up. Mm. Um, and try that out. I don't know if they will. But uh, uh, Coutinho is a good kind of uh, squad player I would say if they get him on loan for a season uh, that would be interesting because I think what he wants to do is he wants to play William on the right and through the middle so I don't think yeah so I don't think he wants to play William on the left maybe they can interchange like they usually do Young goes on the right, William comes on the left and they keep swapping here and there Um, but then we've got Pepe also on the right so don't know
1: yeah interesting let's see i mean still still a month to go
0: yeah it's it's going to go down to the wire i feel at least this thomas party deal i don't think it's going to happen anytime soon it's going to go down to the Mm. wire
1: yeah
0: cool so let's move on to your team you've
1: transferred yes we are linked with every single (laughs) player in the world
0: so Um, um,
1: what what do where do you about? think
0: let's just where do you think you guys need to strengthen and which players do you think need to be added to the roster
1: so my let's start from of- the
0: back let's start from the back
1: okay hmm. um do we you think Need a
0: keeper Ah, uh, do you think uh he'll give De a run or do you think Henderson's gonna get
1: they're both gonna play hmm. both, uh, Henderson's gonna give him competition hmm. I think Henderson's going to play the League Cup, FA Cup, all that stuff. Mm. Um, and if David sort of has issues again, mm. um, I think Henderson will play. Because mm. Romero is off. He's gone. I think, yeah. I think he's almost done or done. Mm. Um, which is... I always liked him. He was like the best number two in the world. Mm. Um, in, a number one in his own right, of course. But... Mm. He did really good job. Like they really did well over the last five years, I think. Mm. Um, it was kind of a bummer. I think Solshar in the semi sort of benched him mm. in the Europa League, and the the rumor is that that didn't really sit right with his um, with him and his camp mm. um, because he'd been playing the Europa League. Um, I get his decision. I also don't. I mean, whatever. He was a good, yeah. good servant for the club. I wish mm. him well. Um, but I'm I'm excited about Henderson. But I also didn't want Henderson to get number one straight off. Mm. Cause he's done it at Sheffield. Like the pressure is something else at United. Mm. Um, and like obviously Dahia knows that pressure and he's 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 done that for nine years. Yeah. So I think that's our goalkeeper situation is fine. Um defense. Uh, don't need any right backs. Van Bisaka is a baller. Mm. <laughs> um, Spider Man himself. <laughs> um, and um, there's a young fullback that I hope you people see soon. <laughs> um, his name is Ethan Laird. Okay. Um, Greenwood's level potential, mm. from what I've seen. Mm. Um, so the story is like. Uh, Laird was um, our right back. Um oh Led was our Laird was our left back. I don't know. In the Academy he was playing left or right mm. and he'd scored six like twenty-two goals from back. Oh Um then Greenwood was sixteen at this time and he got promoted to the under eighteens and then he Greenwood broke that record basically mm. <laughs> as the top scorer. So I'm I'm really excited if Led Led I hope he makes it this season. Yeah, could be. Um, so that's the fullback situation. Obviously, Brandon Shaw is there. Uh, Regulon. Um, I hope we get him. If if it's it's thirty million, mm. I think we can pay that much. And he showed some really bright sp- sort of spots when he was playing against us. Um, and he was like one of the best left backs in the world last year, in terms of just like goal contribution. Hmm. So I hope that happens. Um not a priority like I mentioned. Um but that's that's for the full backs. Center half, definitely I hope Upomencano happens. Hmm. Um I'm really doubtful because um because of our track record basically. Hmm. Um but but I think eh, just just pay the money. It's how it's much do you have to pay for him? Fifty. Fifty Sixty. 60, yeah. I mean, (laughs) that's nothing. It's nothing (laughs) exactly, and um, I hope that happens. We Mm. really need a center half because Bay is suspect injury wise. Like he always plays well whenever he plays, um, but he's always getting injured. Mm. So Lindelof is obviously there. Um, Jones, I think. I mean, I hope we can ship him off, but I don't think we'll be able to again. Our problem is always these people are on like massive wages. Nobody wants them. Mm. Um, Smalling is probably gonna go to Roma. Yeah. um, And no, we we cannot keep Smalling as (laughs) a defender. I don't know why people saying keep (laughs) saying that. He he, he's like trash on the ball. He can't pass (laughs) to save his life. Uh, He's a great one-on-one defender. Like he, like I remember him in like the Van Hall era. He was fantastic against Kane, one-on-one, and he's obviously good in the air, but no, he he cannot pass. He cannot play from the back. Mm. Um, So he's out. Uh, We have two, like, good youngsters coming up. This guy called Mengi, and then... uh, I'm forgetting the other guy, but they're both, obviously, super young. I think they're 17, 18. Um, One of them might sort of get opportunities, but I also want, like... Um, Axel to sort of uh, mm. get an opportunity. I think Axel is really good. He had like a really good loan spell at Aston Villa in their season that they got promoted. Mm. Um, but again, he had like so many injuries this season. Um, like he was like supposed to have his breakout season this season, but he couldn't because of injuries. Mm. So if he can sort of not get injured this season, I think he he might get a lot of games and. He, he has, like, the potential to replace Lindelof also. Because yeah. he's got everything. Leadership, pace, and he reads the game very well. Um, and he's really good on the ball also. Mm. So, that's, like, the defense situation. Upam if it happens, that'll be great. Yeah. Um, moving on to the midfield, I think we needed to strengthen. Um, even though we have, like, lots of, like, midfielders. We have, like, Fred, McTominay, Pogba, Bruno, Matic um yeah and now Van der Beek. Mm. yeah but i mean we had like obviously lingard and Pereira also if you want to count them as midfielders mm. um and obviously like garner is there who's like the youngster um who i hope gets a loan because he's got like lots of potential also um but I- i'm thrilled with the signing like i mentioned um he's gonna fill a lot of spots and that's gonna be super good for us um Dream signing for me in midfield would be Saul Niguez from Atletico. Mm. Not going to happen, but I think he solves a lot of things for us. Like, he is the rock that we need to let Bruno and Pogba just do whatever they want. Yeah. Um, Matic will probably hold the fourth for this year. Mm. Like, that sixth position is like between Matic, Fred and McTominay now. Mm. Um, and let's see what they do with it this season. I don't think we're getting a six now. Uh, I think Van Beek will be it. Um, yeah, that's that's like midfield for me. Yeah. Um, now the forwards, which is mm. where I think obviously right wing. <laughs> uh, we haven't replaced right wing since Beckham left. Okay. Mm. So we really need Sancho basically (laughs) um, to sort us out for like the next 10 years basically Mm. and uh, obviously that's the the marquee signing and what we're linked to the most I think we'll get him I don't know when uh, but I think we'll get him and that that number seven is waiting for him because if we don't get him firstly I think Ed Woodward's house is going to get burned. I say that lightly, but obviously it's, it's not nice. Uh, but our fans will lose it, I think. Um, it's being teased by this transfer all season and then not getting it, it. It would really show like a like the lack of desire from the team. Mm. And I think it will be embarrassing if we don't get him now. Um, because like every he wants to come, we want him. Dortmund just need the money and they'll sell. Yeah. Um so I, I really hope that gets done. Um Grealish is something who somebody who's willing to. Yeah. Um I like him. I don't I think, think you think need him anymore. I personally think we do. I don't think we'll get him. I'll tell you why. Um Van der Beek solves the midfield issue, but Grealish can play left wing also. And he can like play across that front line basically. Um, and why I think we need that is because my confidence in Dan James has really shot, like gone down. Um, after those couple of games, like first 10 games maybe, where he really looked like a quality player. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know what's happened with him. Uh, I don't want to write him off too soon. But like even we saw him sort of play uh, after lockdown and he just looked like a championship player. Um I don't know if we can step it up again, we'll be fine because I think we need backup for Rashford mainly
2: mm.
1: because he will get injured or mm. Marshall is going to get injured. Mm. Um, that's just good. Like it's it's always happened. Um, so that's why I think if we can somehow get Grealish, it's going to really be amazing. And plus I feel, I, I like Grealish a lot personally. I, I feel like he has that X factor that we need. Mm. And obviously most foul player in the league Bruno on the free kicks goals, <laughs> basically. Um, yeah. So, uh, uh, Grealish is an outside sort of shot. Um, but I think Sanjo must happen, basically. Mm. So, yeah, uh, that's that's mainly it, I think. Yeah.
0: Lots of dreams. So, speaking of speaking of dreams, uh, yeah. let's just jump into the lineups now. So, we've got two of these. If you can... Just tell us your potential lineup for this next season with the current crop of players and then your dream lineup with whoever you
2: want
1: whoever i want yeah okay so cu- when you say current crop i mean i can only use the transfers that have ha- already happened yes okay cool so i think cu- with current it'll be uh the hair mm. uh four to three one. i'm playing okay so the hair um Van Visaka Lindelof, uh, Maguire, Shaw, um, Matic, Pogba, Bruno, Rashford, Marshall, Mason. Hmm.
0: Do you have a an alternative to that? Like a 4-3-3 or something?
1: Um, yeah, I think 4-3-3 would be very similar. It's just hmm. that the midfield will switch up, basically. Matic will hold. Hmm. Or I think I think McTominay can do that job also uh, of that six um, mm. or uh, wait, I forgot we have Van Der, Beek. Van Der Beek, Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> do you want to so go we back we, to the
2: 4-2? <laughs>
1: no, I think um four two three one 3 Matic, yeah. we need Matic. Mm. Mm, but I think in a four-three-three three against like smaller teams, Van Der Beek can play that mm. uh, because, uh, because mostly we're trying to break down teams. So, I think we can, we can do that. But, I, I mean, even in the 4-3-1, we can always do Van Der Beek, Pogba, Bruno also.
2: Hmm.
1: That should work as well. Yeah. depends on the game. Yeah. And, dream lineup now. Okay. Hmm. Uh, this is tough. Um, so, David De Gea,
2: hmm.
1: Maguire, Upamecano, hmm. uh, Van Bisaka, Regulon, um then it'll be Van de Beek, Pogba, Bruno,
2: mm.
1: Marshall, Rashford, Sancho slash Greenwood. Mm. <laughs> Can't cool. drop Mason. I mean it's not, I mean Yeah, they'll both play. Yeah. Which is
0: fine. I think they, they have to they need to repay him for whatever he's done.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah. I mean you cannot always you, you need like four five forwards yeah. to like play 60 games a season yeah so like getting Sancho in doesn't mean mason is not going to play hmm. Hmm. because you a lot of the things times what we struggled with this season was that we didn't have anybody off the bench hmm. like no impact
0: player so speaking of forwards you've got uh, igalo as well right or has he gone back we have him till january hmm. so yeah. do you think he's going to stick on or what's the scene with that
1: he has to go in January. So mm. the 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 club, the Chinese club, I forget okay. the name. Mm. Um, they said that they they need him, and like he has a contract waiting for him, mm. a big massive contract. Okay. Um, so I really like Igalo. Whenever he has played, he's been wonderful. Mm. Uh, and obviously, he has got that sort of United story. He he supported the club when he was a kid mm. back in Nigeria. It's it's super wholesome. Um, and I'm a fan of him also. Surprisingly, surprisingly, he didn't play a lot in like after lockdown. I don't know why because we really pushed to keep him, hmm. um, and then we didn't play him. So I don't know what's what's happening there, but yeah, he could he can he can play our league cup games. I'm sure. Yeah. Cool. So that that's the dream team. Cool.
0: What about you? Um, so I've got. Uh two potential lineups and one dream lineup. So potential divided into two on the um on the basis of the formation. So I'm going with a four three three and a three four three because that's something that he's used in the past. Okay. Um so the four three three will have um starting from the back, I will go with Martinez instead of Leno. Ooh. Yeah, so I am switching okay. things up. Interesting. <laughs> yeah. And then with the current squad, I will go with Beldrin and Tierney. Um Tierney is solid, he's look solid. Big, big fan of him. Yeah, yeah. Potential captain in the coming years. So yeah. he's there. Then in the center of the park, um central defenders, we've got Luis partnering with Saliba. So again, these can kind of change depending on I mean, we we've got uh, Pablo Mari, we've got Gabriel. Mm. I, I I won't say Mustafi. <laughs> I don't want him no. to play. I don't want him to play in the not with Luis. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe he can play in the FA Cup, etc., but not here. Yeah. And uh, right right back, also we've got a couple of options in Suarez. I haven't. I don't know what kind of player he is. I haven't seen him. But Arteta kind of thinks he's got a good finish. Um, crossing mm. the ball so i don't know um jury's still out on him and then we've got Maiton niles as well who can do a pretty good job so i hope they kind of sign him up because right after right at the end of the season lots of rumors going around that he was going to wolves and there were talks and 15 million um and they're going to okay. sign him and this and that because wolves sold dotty to yeah, yeah yeah to tottenham so I, I think that's off now because they're kind of uh offering niles and martinez extended contracts so hopefully yeah, that weird. happens then um centrally i'd see shaka and sabayos which i mean go to that's that's a no-brainer because it's worked out and in front of them i see William. um he as the creative midfielder uh, yeah, as a 10 yeah he used to play as a 10 actually um, oh, okay. Before he came to Chelsea, um, and started playing okay. on the wing, so he used to play that. Um, That'd be interesting. O- Ozil's out of the picture, I don't think, unless Arteta pulls some magic. Um, then on in front, I see a very similar kind of tale happening with uh, Aubameyang, Lacazette, and Pepe. Um, but then these three could also change to Martinelli and and Saka. He can play on the right as well, so. Mm. um we've got options up front a lot of options so that's okay. good so that's my 433 then i've got a 343 which has again martinez martinez my goalkeeper i don't i don't think leno i mean unless oh, martinez yes. goes and but leno was pretty good he was pretty, pretty good but leno if you've noticed he he's not comfortable playing out from the back he mm. fumbles quite
1: a lot yeah he, he's a good shot stopper yeah. but yeah, he struggles. Yeah,
0: right. Yeah. So, Arteta likes to play that way. Martinez has played these last couple of games and he's done really well.
1: Yeah, he's a leader.
0: Yeah, and I think he should stick in goal until and unless something happens. and He's also like 33, right? Martinez. No, he's not that old. Oh, I don't okay. think he's that old. I don't think so. I may be wrong. Um okay. Then, in front of them, I have an interesting pairing. Luis in the center. With Gabriel on one side and Saliba on the other. So, mm, okay gone with the two youngsters. Um, then That's up, f- good, yeah. up front. And yeah. then up front, I have on the left, Tierney. Shaka um, Ceballos. And then Maitland-Niles. Um, instead of Bellerin. So, yeah, because Niles can play midfield. He is a midfielder, actually. Okay. And then up front again, I think it's more or less the same. With uh, mm. abameyang Lacazette and Pepe. And then we can go with Martinelli and Katia and William on the right. Okay. Yeah. So this one works for that. And now nice. coming to my dream lineup, yeah. which is a 4-3-3. Um, Martinez, um, Tierney, Gabriel, Saliba, Maitland, Niles. Um, okay. Then in the middle, we have um, Thomas Party Shaka, and Hossam and up front, we have Abamyang, Edward, and William. Nice. So, hope hope we can see this team in a year or so. I think if, Yeah. if we can get party and by some miracle get OR as well, <laughs> then we'll only need to go for Edward, which is yeah, pretty I would pretty be possible. A fan of
1: yeah.
0: Yeah. So, let's see. Fingers crossed.
1: Fingers crossed. Yes. Yeah.
0: So cool, I mean, uh, before we wrap things up, let's just do a rapid fire round. Sure, Um, yes. So let me know when you're ready.
1: I am ready, ready? I think as ready as you can be.
0: (laughs) Cool, so top six.
1: Top six. City. Hmm. United. Hmm. Liverpool. Okay. Chelsea. Hmm. Arsenal, Spurs.
2: Hmm.
1: Okay. So. What about you? Mine. I mean, do you want to talk about why or like? I mean, it's a rapid fire, so. Let's rapid fire. Let's
0: just leave it at like that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, mine would be Chelsea. Wow. Yeah. Uh, like
1: sixth or first. First. Oh my God! Okay. Yeah,
0: it's one of those seasons where I feel anything could happen. Um. Mm. Liverpool. Yeah. Okay. Liverpool city there's a toss-up between arsenal and united um so i think i think both of us got fifth uh, almost the same um then i've got leicester how many have i done six and i've got with leicester i've got everton as a dark horse uh you never know so because what's, yours,
1: what's
0: your top six again chelsea liverpool city arsenal united leicester interesting hmm so, top six. Then, let's go on to the next one. Bottom three.
1: Bottom three. I think West Brom and Fulham go back. Mm. Um, um. Leeds could go back. But, I think Bielsa has got something. And, mm. it also depends on their signings. Mm. This is probably the toughest one for me. Like, the third relegated team. Mm. Um. It could be Newcastle. Mm. But... I don't know. I trust Steve Bruce more than other people. <laughs> um, so for this, I'd i just I'd, for this like Rapid Fire, I'll say Leeds. Mm. Um, but it could be anybody. What about you?
0: I got Aston Villa, uh, Fulham, and Brighton. I think uh, West Brom. Mm. Since see, the thing is with the Fulham, they came in through the knockouts. So okay. I have more faith in West Brom because they've come second. So.
1: You Just by know. that, Man, yeah, you ran away with the league last to last year.
0: Yeah, you never know. You
2: never know, actually.
1: Yeah. The only thing with, like with um, Aston Villa, why I didn't pick them is because staying up um, does something to your team, like in terms of confidence, mm. and also they have money, and it's a big club. So, no, no. yeah, can't say.
0: Cool. So, player of the season. I mean, I already said Bruno. I'm, even I have got Bruno written down. Nice. I'm glad we agree. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Good player. Good signing. And if if he continues the form that he's been in.
1: Yeah. He was was player of the season post-lockdown. Yeah. So, Um, yeah.
0: Cool. Young player of the season.
1: Ooh. I mean, what even... What is young even? Like, Mason's young. Yeah. So... I don't know. I'll I'll go with Mason.
0: Hmm. So I've got actually I've got three. I've got Saka. Um, I hope and I pray that Enketia does something. Uh, maybe because he starts being used more than Lacazette gets more mm. playing time, mm. and I've got Greenwood as well. So yeah, cool. Lot lot of English English mm. English
1: kids. Yeah. Okay. Top goalscorer. Mm, This was tough because, I mean, Aubameyang is always up there Mm. in that debate. Um, I wanted to say Martial, but I don't think he's... Because he, like, plays that link role, Mm. um, like almost like Firmino. Yeah. Um, I don't think Martial is going to be top. Um, So I'll probably say Aubameyang only, I think. Or it could be... mm, yeah, Obama. I'll go with Obama. Cool. So
0: I've got actually I've got four um, Obama yang up there. Then there's Vardy. Mm, he's
1: also thirty-four now. Huh?
0: Yeah, but but he won it last time, right? He won it yeah, last season. He did. Yeah. yeah. He's got a couple of years left. He's got two to three years left. I feel okay. Vardy. I mean, you also have Lester up there. Mm, yeah. So Especially under yeah. Brendan. So yeah. Then there's Timo Werner, Chelsea. Oh, yeah. Looks looks nice. Looks frightening. Yeah, he does. And I've got Patrick Bamford from Leeds. Oh, that's a, yeah. You should you should watch the documentary. You'll see where I I'm will, coming will. from. You'll see where okay. I'm coming from. Yeah. Interesting.
1: So, yeah. But like top scorer. That means you Leeds is finishing well. Also, then for you.
0: Uh, not necessarily. Um, if they have a leaky defense, it doesn't matter. They score good goals, but you never know. Okay. Um, mm. Yes, and coming to the last question, which is last actually rapid fire question, which is
1: surprise of the season. So that's where I have Everton as well. Hmm. Um, because I, they've got got very good signings. Hmm. Um, they already had um, Richardson and even Calvert Lewin. They've yeah. got Allen. Um. They signed somebody else also they've got uh, ducore yeah from watford, watford. who hmm. i've always been a fan of hmm. um plus angelotti he's a top manager yeah he knows his stuff hmm. um so i've got like um everton as my sort of surprise package of the they might i mean i don't know if they'll push for top 6 or not but yeah hmm. I'm definitely up there for me
0: for me it's leeds the first game uh, with liverpool is going to be one cracker of a game yeah. in blsa you trust yeah <laughs> i just hope it lives up to the hype um yeah
1: I'll, I'll be happy if, if they beat Liverpool. <laughs> <laughs> i think a lot of people will be happy happy <laughs> fun fun start to the season yeah yeah hello to the champions <laughs> yes
0: cool so awesome. i think we've wrapped it thanks a lot ratik for coming back on the show
1: yeah it was a pleasure man i mean always up like up for talking about football yeah yeah
0: so thanks a lot see you soon man yes see you that was our ninth episode. Here's to an exciting season ahead. Next week, we'll be wrapping season one, taking a short breather, and then coming back with loads of new content in the coming months. Our next episode explores the grim, harrowing, yet addictive segment of true crime. I'll be exploring some of my favorite true crime stories, as well as sharing some that have rocked the subcontinent. So stay tuned. To keep up to date with whatever's going on, you can follow us on Instagram at For the Love of Podcast. Also, since this is our penultimate episode of the season, I have a small request from all our listeners. I, for one, would love to hear from all of you. So please send in your questions, thoughts, ideas and requests in the form of a 30-second audio clip to connect at fortheloveofpodcast.in. Depending on the number of audio clips, I'll decide to either add them to the end of the last episode or could even put this out as a bonus episode where I address your clips and talk a little about my experience working on the podcast as well. So looking forward to hearing from all of you. See you next week and stay safe. This is For The Love Of.